blasphemous. That is blasphemous. Welcome back to Blasphemous, episode five. Five episodes in. If you're listening or watching, you can probably see we're a couple men down. I have a theory why that is, but we'll get into that later. But we still got, we still got, we still got two of us: myself <laughs> and Mr. Rafferty. Yeah, well, it's, it's the two brilliant ones on the podcast, you know. <laughs> two best looking, That's probably right. the best anal- oh, can't even, analytical brains in the in yeah. the group. We, no. You almost got there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter how you get there, as long as you get there. That's right. Anyway, we'll go a quick brief rundown. Hopefully it's a bit shorter now that we don't have those two idiots t- chiming in. So we're going to do a quick AFL preview. You don't know much of it. It won't be as in-depth because we're not quite as knowledgeable in that sport. I don't know. So we'll go AFL three-word game. And we'll get into NRL. We were going to preview the games. A couple of the games, sorry. A couple of the storylines, but they've disappeared. So we're just going to give out our round tips each of us and then we're sort of it's going to be a competition throughout the year between the four of us when the other two boys bother to show up that's right and then obviously close out as usual with the topics of the week a couple of interesting ones this week a bit of variety as usual and then obviously closing out with the tip of the week but anyway jump straight into the afl three-word game go through the teams got adelaide crows young kids develop got the youngest least experienced list in the league but they did surprise last year winning seven games and I think it's going to be a pretty tough year again for them. Uh, got Brisbane Lions, make the jump. Three consecutive top four finishes, but in that time, only one and one win, five losses. Can they finally deliver on the goods they've promised in the regular season? Got Carlton Blues, develop a culture. New coach, Michael Voss. Just too many times last year, teams were kicking goals in bunches. They allowed the second most points conceded. And interested to see how their young at midfield develops with Walsh. Even though I think he's injured for the first month or so. Paddy Cripps and traded it in from Fremantle, Adam Sierra. Collingwood Magpies, just goals coming from. They were the third worst team for points scored last year. Expect improvement because they did have a pretty good percentage for a team down that low. And interested to see whether this Nick Dacos is a star. Because he has a lot of hype coming into the league. Essendon, Bombers, I've just got rung below. A rung below, sorry. One and nine record against fellow top eight teams last year, and they have missed the finals the next year after making making the top eight the year before. Over the, I think it's five times in the last thirteen years they've had it. Fremantle Dockers continue to build solid year last year, and if they are to make the jump into finals contention, need to find a couple reliable forwards. Is that their name, Fremantle Dockers? The Fremantle Dockers. That's <laughs> fucking gay. <laughs> it's a bit harsh. Yeah. yeah. 15th in points scored last year, and their leading goal kicker was 37. That's not enough to get you close to the finals, in my opinion. And we got Geelong Cats, la- the last year question mark. They got the oldest list. Players obviously getting up there if you have the oldest list. There's been talks of that they're going to change the game plan from a slow building to quicken up with today's game. I think their premiership window's closing, and I do think it's last year they can win the premiership. Gold Coast Suns finally become relevant. Never had an impact in the competition. Can they hold their talented players? They've lost a couple. They let one go, which is a big story. Hugh Greenwood. And then, obviously, he had a bit of a struggle last year, but Matty Rowe looks like he needs to recapture his best to give him any hope. GWS Giants, Green the heartbeat. Toby Green, suspended for five weeks. Probably their captain, and he's a genuine match winner. The only reason he's not captain is because he's got a pretty pretty bad image with suspensions and whatnot, but they've got a good roster. They'll be in there again. Hawthorne, Hawks. Succession plan good. You're replacing a modern great modern great coach in Alexander Clarkson with Sam Mitchell, who is a legend, but they are in, they are going into a rebuild. They still got Tommy Mitchell, but can't see him making the finals. 
Melbourne Demons, the defending premiers. Start of a dynasty. Fifth youngest team to win the premiership in the AFL era, and they're pretty dominant on their way as well. And a lot of their key players are mid to late 20s as well. Similar to Richmond a couple years ago, could go on a little bit of a run here. North Melbourne Kangaroos, just simply avoid the spoon. Last year, tough year, obviously, with the, they got the wooden spoon. They got a promising list, so you're probably, as a fan, just looking to see development again. You got Port Adelaide Power, if Byron was here, pretty sure that's his team, but he chops and changes all the time. They just simply get over the hurdle. Back-to-back prelim defeats, including getting blown off the park by the Dogs last year. So can the young core continue to build? Richmond Tigers, my team, I've just got the sleeping giant. Last year, riddled with injuries. Pretty similar team to when they won the Grand in 2020. 22, 20 of the 22 players are still on the list, and majority of them in the best 22. Obviously a couple years older, but do think they bounce back into finals. Whether they figure for the premiership, it's going to be depending if those players can recapture their best. St Kilda Saints, time is now. Recruited heavily the last couple of years at the expense of the future, and they only managed to finish 10th last year. They're only one win off the eight, but spending that much trade and draft capital, you really want to be in the finals picture. Sydney Swans. Back it up. Surprised many last year to shoot up the ladder to finish 6th with 15th win, 15 wins. Sorry, 7th had 11. But yeah, it was a disappointing loss in the finals to the Giants. Exciting team and list and very keen to see if they back up last year's form. West Coast Eagles embrace the change. They're traditionally a slow, methodical team, like to build up. But the league's sort of moving towards that quick ball, like hand movement, feet movement, get the ball upfield quickly. But there's still quality names. Don't know how they're going to go. I think they're going to miss the A, but we'll see. And then last but not least, the Bulldogs. Grand final hangover. They're a quality team. Obviously, they made the grand final last year, in particular midfield. But how does that smashing in the grand final affect their psyche? They're up 19 points heading into the third quarter, and you get pumped. Anyway, that was the quick quick season preview of each team. You can ask me what I think. Oh. <laughs> Who do you like out of those teams I just asked? Who's your uh, premiership favourite? I'm going to go with the Essington Bombers. The Bombers? Yeah, I don't know how good they are, but I'm going to go with them. It's gone the Bombers. Yeah. That's my tip of the week. Tip of the week. <laughs> if Byron was here, I think he had a brown though on that, but yeah. unfortunately, we'll get into it, but absolute cat, some would say. Anyway, jump on to the first round of the NRL. We were going to preview a couple games, but I said we're going to do the Penrith Manly game, but with Cleary out, it's sort of... So it's still going to be a good game, but clear is a big out. And then we're going to do the Rabbitohs-Broncos game with Reynolds yep. going up against his former team, but obviously with COVID issues, he's not. Yeah. All year, boys, we're going to go each round. We're going to pick all eight games, just head-to-head. And obviously, we're going to go see who gets the most. Oh. Most points. Yeah, who tips the, 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 the most correctly. And then, I don't know, we'll probably come up with a prize, maybe. Maybe some money, maybe a case or something. We'll yeah. see how we go. But we'll run through the... Draw. What do you know? It should be a loss for the wooden spooner as well. well loser gets wooden spoon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just a punishment. He has to do something. Yeah. <laughs> punishment? Yeah. Maybe. I think we'll figure it out next week when the, all the boys... Hopefully all the boys are back. Do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. You run through it, mate. Your yeah. tips. All right. So this week, I don't think there's much of a surprise here, but I'm taking the Panthers over the Eagles. I still think we're too too good of a side, even, even with our Cleary, like... And, and what is it? First game, we're at home as well. Yeah. You know, we're Celebrating a tough, we're, the premiership. That's right. We're a very tough beat, team to beat as well at home. So, you know, we saw that last year as well. But So I'm, I'm going for the Panthers there. Um, I'm going for the Sharks over the Raiders. I just don't see much in the Raiders. And <laughs> the Sharks are kind of like my dark horse team this year, I think. I think they'll be going good. Now, I was going to go to the Broncos if Reynolds was playing, but I found out about 
15 minutes ago <laughs> that he wasn't. So I'm going to have to pick the bunnies in that one. Good to know you're doing your research. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, roosters and Norts. I'm going to take the Roosters there. I don't think there's much to say about that. It's pretty simple. I've gone for the Warriors against the Dragons. Another team that I think will go actually have a surprisingly good season this year. West Tigers and Storm. I'm not even <laughs> going to say anything there, you'll know. Um, and I'll take Parramatta over the Titans. And last but not least, I'll take the Bulldogs over the Cowboys. Disrespect. Disrespect. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll see. But, What's yeah. the boys? Absolutely put a score on the doggies. You all regret it. And then I'll do, obviously, the two boys that aren't here. So we've got Money Moore. He's gone Manly, Sharks, Rabbitohs, Roosters, Warriors, Storm, Eels, Bulldogs. Then Byron's gone Manly, Sharks, Rabbitohs, Roosters, Dragons, Storm, Eels, Cowboys. Nice to see someone's put the respect on the name. Wow. <laughs> and then myself, I'll get into later on in the tip of the week. I got a couple. I got a multi unit, so I'll go through the games I haven't put in. So Penrith Manly. I'm gonna go Penrith for the reasons Jack mentioned. I said Cleary is a big loss, but I think they've still got enough talent to compete. Mm. Stick with that. And then Canberra Cronulla. I'm gonna go Cronulla. I said if Foggy was playing, I'd probably lean the Raiders. A flip of the coin, I reckon. But Sharks with the new signings. Yeah. If they're at home, I would have been sold on the Sharks, but it is way. But I'll stick yeah. with the Sharks. I'm going the Bunnies. Going the Roosters. Warriors, Dragons. I'll go. I'm going to go the Warriors. I think Sean Johnson might call up first game. I know he has his injuries issues. But I said first game back in the Warriors colours. I think you have a blinder. Maybe something to prove. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Warriors. So Warriors there. I think everyone has picked the Storm. Yeah. Para, and then obviously got to go my team, the boys <laughs> at home. We're starting the season off right. We're going one and zero. We're making the top eight. Book it. Uh, anything else you want to mention on the NRL? Got anything else um, on your mind? Not really. No. no. First week's not much to talk about, really. Yeah, oh. yeah it's always tough early. Cause you don't right. know. I said once we we'll preview the games once we know more about it. There's yeah. a couple teams. Could surprise us. Jump out. A couple games we were looking at, but yeah, didn't want to more know about the teams. Mm. Anyway, next up, we've got Topics of the Week. The tennis, Ash Barty's out for the, the the two major outside the Grand Slams, the Indian Wells and Miami Open. She's won the Miami Open the last two years as well. Her Love body it. just hasn't recovered from the gruelling Aussie summer of tennis. Looks like she'll be back for the Billie Jean King Cup in April. Tell that again. What? No, Billie Jean no. Cup? <laughs> Billie Jean King Cup? Hey, come on. Bit of tongue twister. Well, is that a drinking game while Michael Jackson's <laughs> no. playing? Yeah, lovely. And then the other tennis, we had the Davis Cup. I think it was, I don't know when, it was uh, about last week sometime. The boys came back from 2-1, thanks to Alex Demonor, two wins, and then Koganakis bounced back to make it 3-2, through to the finals now, which I'm not sure when it is. Anyway, that's a couple of tennis. And then we had the boxing. The third instalment of the Zoo family made their debut. It was meant to be on the Wednesday, but with the flooding, and the, got pushed back to the Thursday, and... Nikita Zoo just absolutely pummeled the bloke. Second round knockout. The bloke looked like he went 12 rounds. It was only two. I don't know when it was confirmed. I think it was maybe a day or two later. Tim's official US debut has been confirmed. He's headlining a March 27th card. Who's he fought there? Terrell Gashar. Wish I could say I know who that was. but Yeah, he's ranked 11th by the WBO. Right. Super welterweight. 22 wins, 2 losses and a draw. 11 by KOs. First big test. I think he's going to win anyway, and yeah. he's going to get title shot next. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously the big Sunday event was UFC yes. 272. 
I'll let the USC expert take over. <laughs> Here we go. Al, before um, he gets into it, three from four. Missed out on Bryce Mitchell. Oh, no. How did you go against the Arkansas oh, Navy? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> his interview all the time. Yeah, it's just made me feel uncomfortable. He's, like. he's the biggest hit going around. No, mate. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, no what are your no. thoughts? We'll, oh, probably we'll start from the bottom to the top, or we'll, we'll go main. Obviously, got the main, but anything from the undercard that interests you? Um, yeah, Greg Hardy should never fight the UFC <laughs> again, and that's not even a question. He's horrendous. That doesn't know what he's doing in there. Um, Kevin Horn bounced back against the old Brazilian cowboy. It didn't mind. Looked good. Looked all right. First round, you know, a bit shaky, but. What about the arm when he's in a headlock or something? You just give him right. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it hasn't no. been demoralising. Well, they just got a bloke in a choke on. She's like, yeah, nah, that's right. right. It's good to see him now. He's looking a bit more comfortable now that he's dropped down the weight class. It was his debut, wasn't it? It was, one. I think. But yeah, no, they did well. The second round came out with a knockout, obviously, or the TKO. But... Reckon he'll be ranked? Well, he already is. I think he was what? 11th or 13th or something like that. In the welters, but. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I believe so. Who do you reckon he gets next then? Well, I don't know. He called out. Uh, Cowboy Cerrone. I don't know if you want to. Surely you get, deserve something bigger than that. Yeah, but after losing a few fights, you'd think that maybe you build him up again because he's got the superstar personnel, like the personality to be a, a big name in the sport. But, you know, do you, you don't want to feed him to the Sharks too quickly. So yeah. I, I think Cerrone wouldn't be a bad fight for him because that's another test for Cerrone. Like, does he still have it? Like, we're not sure. Then you've obviously got Edson Barbosa versus Bryce Mitchell. I had faith in Edson Barbosa, you know. What's he had in the, in the featherweight now? He's had, I think, two wins, well, now three losses. I just had faith in him. I like Edson, but, you know. You reckon Mitchell got absolutely mauled. Who's Mitchell taking on next? Oh, Catter? He's up to K, nine you know, now. Yeah. He's up to nine. Surely he's going to get someone on I think he, I think he breaks into the top five. I think he's better than a lot of people in front of him at the minute. Yeah, but he's got to obviously fight. He's no, no. Well, yeah, you give him Calvin Cato, and if he can... I mean, Calvin Cato is one of the best strikers in in the UFC. Right. I'd have to think too much about that to get into it, but yeah. The co-main? Co-main. Um, that probably should have been stopped a lot earlier than it was. Um, he done all right. Last round, but last he, round he won. Back. He won the last round, but... um. It was a mauling, but... Yeah. Um, his eye was pretty much fully cu- closed up. The doctor checked it, and apparently he could still see out of it, but it did not look like it. Did a fantastic job after that, but, you know, it was a pretty comfortable win for RDA. Where's he gone to next? <sighs> now, that's, a, that's, a, that's another tough thing, because... Well, he's sixth at the moment, and you got in yeah. front of him. Chandler Durarish. Durarish, yeah. Khabib's prodigy, Poirier, Gaethje and Oliveira. Obviously, he's not fighting the top two because they're going to be fighting. But then I think Islam takes the winner out of those two. What's Dustin doing? Do you reckon he's got anything in there? I don't know. Well, Colby Covington called him out. That's an interesting fight. So, what do you think RDA does? I don't mind Michael Chandler or or Darush. Yeah, and I just don't think RDA is still a. A title threat. I still think he's hovering around like where he is now, but he's just floating that four that's to like right, seven yeah, range. Yeah, I don't know. And um, obviously, main event. Yeah, well, was, I think Jorge's done. Jorge's yeah, done. He's done. done. Oh, I'm domination. not saying he's like done. If he caught Colby one clean shot, but well, he sort of. Did. I wouldn't he, say he caught him clean. He got him once, and he sort of stumbled, and oh, he, he didn't capitalize. He couldn't. He couldn't have hit him any better. He, he, but then he didn't jump on him. The same to the same Col- as Nate Colby Diaz. Got straight back up though. He hit one knee and got straight back up. Yeah, no, but, but he, he didn't even press after that. It was like yeah. sim- I even know I know Nate Nate Diaz rocked Edwards bad that time. Yeah, yeah. 
But like, okay. surely, he, I think he only threw like two punches after he yeah. rocked him in that round. Yeah, well, and he was gassed. He doesn't have, like, Colby's got one of the best gas tanks in the whole of the UFC. But yeah, at the end, Masvidal was absolutely gassed and Colby could have gone another five rounds. I mean... Uh, what about Masvidal talking shit after the fight end, was finished? How, like, how funny is he? Was, that exhaust, he was leaning on both <laughs> yeah. the security guards. He, 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 was, he couldn't have done anything else. But... Look, I don't think it was surprising. I still think it's it's Colby and Usman. It's, yeah. They're the two best fighters in that division, and it's it's it's, yeah. it's not really close. I don't think. Well, I don't even know what they're going to do before because he just signed a contract before the fight, and like I don't know what the USC does. And he's still a name. Like, he's still a draw. And that's right. But like, like, do you give him a Nate? Like, just give him an easy opponent. But you don't really want to do that to a bloke who's a name. But then he dominated Nate as well. Like, he, like he he's still a good fighter. I know, but if you give him, I guess you could go maybe give him Kazmat. But I don't know if Kazmat wants that. I, and I think Hazmat dominates him. He probably would. I'd he, say he's he, probably he, on he, par with Kobe wrestling-wise. We're yet to see how good he really is. Like, I know we've been f- f- four fights, but he's absolutely dominated every one of those fights. Does he even have a fight booked, Kazmat? Yeah, he's um, Gilbert Burns. Oh, That'll yeah. be a brilliant fight. And that's his, And he's, they've just given him straight to the number two contender in that yeah, division. Yeah, so yeah. I can't see who Jorge... Like, maybe Wonderboy? Yeah, two strikers. I think Wonderboy's still a better technical striker. Jorge's a bit more creative, but... I'm just thinking, if you're, if you're UFC, you'd want Masvidal fighting a decent name. Yeah, and I think as like, well... No offence to these blokes, but I'm looking at the rankings. I have no idea who Sean Brady is, <laughs> Neil Magnate. I think Magnate. I've heard Shanazi before. Michael, Michael Chiesa. Oh, Chiesa, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And then you got... Even the blokes above... I think I've heard of that Vincent LeCoux. And yeah, Mark, he's brilliant know. too, actually. Like, you could maybe go there... But to me, like, you don't want him Jorge. I don't mind that Stephen Thompson matchup because people love Stephen Thompson. Jorge's still a massive name. That's in what the sport. Jorge's a name. You still want They're both going to be standing up. Like, it's what the yeah. fans will want to see. Oh, I think that's a decent fight for both of them. Cause, that's probably, yeah. That's mm. probably where I'd put Jorge next. I can't really... I don't really like it. Maybe. I know Leon Edwards is... He's fighting his he'll, he'll, he'll be getting the next Usman fight, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Well, I mean, it, the event turned out... Pretty much the way I saw it turned out. Yeah, that main event, everyone pricked it that way. Yeah. What are they going to do with Colby? I've heard the reports were obviously... The Dustin He caught out, out. out Dustin, sorry. Mm. Which, I don't know, does Dustin... You reckon Dustin takes a fight? I don't know. I think Colby wins that fight, though. Colby's one of the best fighters in the whole the whole of UFC, easily. Like like I said, if there's no no Kamara Usman, he's the champion oh, he's every champion. day of the week. Yeah. Yeah. He's only got... He's had three losses, only two to Usman. Yeah, and I don't know who the other one would yeah, be. Yeah, it was early. early. It was early when he was building up. But um, but yeah, I think the Poirier fight's probably next. And then the rumor was that Covington Whitaker possible fight. I did I, see that. I, I don't, don't know. To be, I understand it because like you look at them, they're exact same sport. They've lost twice to the yeah. champ. Like they've been, I wouldn't say handily beaten, but they've been mm. beaten where you're like, oh, mm. like I want to see it again, but like, do I really want to see it again? Well, that's it. Like. Like they, were clo- like, they were close fights. The first like, Robbie fight was a domination, wasn't, yeah. yeah. he got smacked around. But the second fight, like, a lot of people thought he won. But it was um, the same with Covington's. Like, the first fight, he got dominated, and then the second fight, I think some Covington, said... No, he didn't get dominated. He got knocked out in the last round, but it was one of the fights of the year. Like, the second fight was just as good, like... And that went to decision. Like, but I see both times you could, like, Usman was winning the fight. They're just in similar spots to me. Like, they've both mm. lost a champ. You haven't really got an ideal matchup because they've dominated the division. That's right. Like, Whitaker's got Vittori, the only bloke who hasn't beaten, or hasn't fought for, sorry. He smacks Vittori around. Well, that's what I mean. If he beats Vittori, all he really got is Izzy, and they're not going to give him Izzy for probably mm. another couple fights. Yeah, well, I, th- I honestly believe Colby 
I don't know. Like maybe he fights Dustin, and then I think he fights for the title again. It's, it's you could make that fight ten times in a row, and people but will still watch that. Colby probably doesn't get a shot at because you think if you assume if Kazmat beats Gilbert, he'll get the next title there. Hundred percent, because the train yeah. will be in full full fucking steam at that point. As I mean, he'd probably get the next title. Kobe, mm-hmm. Colby. If he gets a Poirier fight, he might get the title, depending. And it depends on the matchups. Like, what time of year are they going to be fighting? Is it going to match well, you up? Assume Kazmat's fights when April tenth. Yep. So if he wins that, you assume maybe the title fights in like September, maybe. Maybe. Depending well, I reckon you'd even look at June because they're going to oh, want a big. Out. They're going to want a big card. For, uh, no, sorry, not June, July, because they're going to want a big card for July, July fourth weekend. Like the UFC have to do that. Well, Gilbert Burns does too, but. That is true. Because Gilbert Burns ain't an easy beat. He's definitely not. Well, he, he's one of the only people that still compete in jiu-jitsu tournaments while they're competing in the UFC. Like, he's a brilliant... He's brilliant off his back and and all that. But, he, again, Kazmat has just shown that he's so he's so overwhelming in nearly every aspect. Like, he's, he's, he's had a, com- a clean KO, and he's had three other do- just rag-dolling performances against three other fighters. I just... I don't know. It'll be a great fight. I'm, I'm very excited to watch it. So final say, what do you reckon Covington's next couple fights are? Because obviously Poirier's probably next. I will say Poirier and Usman. And what do you reckon all he's doing? Stevie Thompson and then... So I reckon Stephen Thompson and then... I don't doesn't know. look like much. Yeah. If he, he won't that, get Nate again because Nate will have one more fight and it'll either be against Dustin or Connor mm-hmm. and then that'll be Nate done. He's only having one yeah, more fight. Yeah, yeah. We say if Jorge loses Thompson... It's probably not much after that for yeah, him. He wins know. him, maybe he takes on like Leon and that Vincent bloke. Yeah, Vincent Lequeux, yeah. Maybe Gilbert Burns if he loses. Mate, yeah, that's a possibility too. Go on to the next one. Go back to a bit of NBA talk. Obviously, have to mention it. It was unbelievable. It was a, it's LeBron James dropping, I think it was 56, 56 yeah. on the Warriors. Yep. First player to drop a 50-piece before 21, and I think it was after 37 or 38. I think it's 37. 37, yeah. But if you watch that game, it is all LeBron. It is yeah, piss poor to watch. <laughs> is, yeah, yeah. The Lakers are... Te- oh, I don't know. They needed it, though. They, they, oh, they, they needed only it. ever going to win that game one way, and it was if LeBron had a performance like that. But that's um, the problem. They need that every week That's right, win. and he can't anymore, unfortunately. Nah. As much as you wish he could, I just... I said, I still... I think that... Oh, I know they're in the play-in, but they're still a dangerous team. I don't know. I still think they're a dangerous team. No, if know. they can get LeBron... AD, if he can get healthy. And play half decent. Yeah, so surely he's gonna, he's only like 27, but surely he's gotta reca- recapture form. Well, you would think that, but like I said, even when he was he- he's been healthy this season, he's never really looked like AD. He's looked yeah. pretty average, like he's still obviously averaging, giving you like 20 and 10, but AD's usually giving you what, 27 and 13, and like yeah. shooting a half decent percentage. So I don't know. They probably do lose a seven-game series to those top West teams, but yeah. be, if I'm one of those teams, I'm like, I probably don't want to be seeing the Lakers at first round. No. In case you have a shocker. That's right. But yeah, they reckon Russ is going to leave next season anyway. I don't know if his contract's up or they're just going to trade him. I don't know. Because if his contract's up, it's a big, it's a lot of PC if you lost for a one-year Russell Westbrook yep. and you get nothing back. Yeah, but you've got cap room then. Yeah, I know, but and... still he gave up, what, three or four decent players? I get how many picks? They didn't give up one or two. Oh, I can't remember. Could not remember. But I'm thinking cat room. You're LA. You're gonna have a room for a max player after Russell leaves. I don't think it's too bad of a situation. Next couple we got it related to Philadelphia. He's not there anymore. But Ben Simmons will apparently be in the building. He's not gonna play for the Nets Philly game on the 11th, which is Friday. 
they he's gonna get absolutely booed the fuck yeah. out of it. and then he's i think came out today he's oh i don't know if he's suing him but he's getting grievances back to get the money back he I lost i did see that this morning yeah so i'll be interested to see if he gets that back because i reckon it's gonna have massive implications around the league for players because you're gonna find them and if they can just get the money back there's like no point yeah well here it says yeah simmons to file grievance within the next coming days they reckon that's what I mean. Like, so, I think the league's worried. I think the I don't know if it's the league, but like the owners and that. Oh, well, like, definitely. Because well, then if they get it, Zion's going to do it. That's right. Zion wants out. That's exactly right. There's been conflicting reports. I think the GM Sean Marks came out and said he looks possible for the 18th or the 21st for a debut. But then Simmons' own team just said not this month. Yeah, so I feel I it. I feel again debut. as well. It just gives another and another easy way out for their players now. Well, that's what I mean. Like, if you do that, yeah, you can just get traded that's easy. That's right. And it's already easy enough. Like. The other Philly topic was the trade happened. I think what have they played five or six? Yeah, they're looking they're looking unreal. The lost one game to the Heat, but that was without James Harden. Yeah, they're looking unreal. The big the big two obviously, and then yeah. Tyrese Maxey's overtaken Tobias Harris as the third option. Definitely. The room. Uh, yeah. They're a scary team now. Like like people said that we weren't sure. Obviously, if. They got to work. Hard and that works. So the thing it, is, it always works when you have got two great players. One hundred percent. It works in the regular season. It's going to be interesting how that goes of course, in the post. Because obviously Harden's always had his issues. In the, I know yeah. a couple of series were on yeah, his own yeah, fault. Yeah. Same with Embiid. He's had a couple of issues. Of so it's going to be interesting how they go. I don't know. And like we've seen in throughout his whole career, James Harden's always been fantastic with just half, like even half decent centers. Like you give him fucking Joel Embiid, and it, they're both dominating at the minute. I think, yeah, it's going to be crucial how their playoff success looks. Definitely. Because as it come down, you make that trade, it's playoffs or bust. That's right. And then the last of the NBA came out today. I think Andrew Bogut on his podcast, Rogue Bogues, apparently he's got a couple sources close that reckon Bradley Beal is looking to get to Philly in the offseason to create a big three. Who those sources be, you reckon? I don't know. His he... local 7-11. Nah, well, he's played in the NBA, so I don't know. <laughs> You'd have players, or you had, I wouldn't say players, he's probably got like staff members or media or something. Possibly. Because I don't know if he wants to go to Philly, but I think Bill wants it out. Like, what are they? They're not even... Are they in the playoffs pitch at the moment? Uh, I think Playing, they're maybe? Just, they've just snuck into the... I think they're like 10th. Bradley Bill has wanted it. Well, he hasn't... He hasn't... I don't think he's come not out really. publicly and no, wanted no, he's it He's been pretty loyal to him. I think... I think he had the opportunity to be traded a few years ago, but he stayed because he said he loves the city of Washington. It's going to be interesting to see if that rumour's true, because that would be a nasty big three. Definitely, definitely. Because Bill's not like a... Bill's like a Clay Thompson they're type. 11th. They're 11th. They're 11th, yeah. yeah. They're two games out. Yeah. If they don't make playoffs, I think Bill. Well, I think he's going no matter what. Yeah. But to Philly would be interesting. It'd be interesting to see what Philly have to give up, but that yeah. Because they reckon right. well, Tobias Harris is going to be after one, but like that's yeah. not even like if you're taking Tobias, you probably want like a first round pick in return mm. at least. Two. And I don't even think their cap matches up even then. I think that you're going to have to give up another player. Bradley Beal, I think he's well, on a lot more money. And then I think the talk was they're going to Washington were going to ask for Matisse Thybul or yeah. Tyrese Maxey, which Philly didn't want to give up to Brooklyn. Mm. That's going to be tough to see. Yeah. But you are getting Bradley Beal. That's right, yeah. Do you go, well, we're making a big three out of this, so what, really, the bench players? Like yeah. Cost, or, or rock, sorry, not bench players, but role players. I'd probably, players. Out of those two, I'd probably get rid of Maxi. Yeah, I do like Matisse, though. Well, Matisse isn't going to need... Like, if Matisse can get a three-point shot, like, he's going to be a fantastic a player. player. Yeah. Because he's probably top five. He's probably the best perimeter defender, and he's probably a top five defender in, in the league. In a strange way, yeah. Like, he's going to be fit. Because, like, Tyrese Maxi needs the ball in his hand. Yeah. Well, not so much needs the ball because he's doing all right. But even like James Harden isn't like a guy who needs the ball in his hand. That's right. He's shown it. But I don't think it's, he. I don't think Max will be as effective. Like he's effective as a third, but like as a fourth scorer. Who's your favourite coming out of the East? 
Those Brooklyn boys. Uh, mate, I'm going home. Them heat boys, mate. Uh, please. <laughs> Show some respect. Ben Simmons, you heard Kyrie. Once they get together, oh, it's going to be over. Please. Ever since he came out and said that, they're like three. They've been horrible. <laughs> to yeah. be fair, but he dropped a phenomenal game today. I think he had Did 50. He? I didn't even check the scores. So I think he had 50 in a win. I don't know who they played. He dropped 50. He had a pretty efficient night. Is this Kyrie, were you saying? Yeah, Kyrie. Yeah, right. 50 points, 6 assists. They beat the Hornets. What do you, I think he shot well too. Like 15 of 19 from the field, 9 yeah. of 12 from 3. Yeah, yeah. Like Durant only scored 14. Drummond, second top, scored with 20. Yeah, wow. Like, I don't know when I said it, but I said in an earlier podcast, if they can put it together, they are a scary fucking team. That's right, but they, do, do they have the time to put it together? Like, it. When's, when Simmons back, is he back just for the playoffs? Because like, there's only, what, I think 15 games or so left. Or 66, 82, yeah, so it'd be 15. Yeah. I think Simmons, when he comes back, can sort of mesh them together. Mm. It's going yeah, to be an interesting Next, we've got NFL. Most of the topics came from today, or this yeah. morning, really. we a couple before that, but we got Calvin Ridley got suspended for the season to gambling or that. games. I did say that. It was only yeah. cost 1500 total, yeah. but he wasn't he wasn't with the team because he was away with mental health. That's right. Like, and he bet, like, he bet on the Falcons, so he bet on his own team. I think a year is too harsh. Like, he had blokes like... A full year, yeah. I feel, I feel like you see, he still needs to be punished because... Oh, you yeah, you get punished. Happen, yeah. But, like, a full year... Like, that's, yeah, like you've no, had no. blokes do way worse and they get, like, four games and whatnot. And even then, like, you're not just affecting the player, you're affecting the whole team. Like, I'm sure the, the team doesn't condone it, obviously, but... Nah, to me, it's like... Yeah, you obviously have to suspend him because mm. it's not... You, sh- you can't gamble on your games, but... Well, he's he trying hasn't... to make money. Why don't you just fine him a shit ton of money? I'm sure he won't want to well, do yeah, it again. Well, I think he's suspended for his... Mm. I think he earns, like, 10 million next year. Yeah. The next was the NFL draft combine was during the week. It was ridiculous, the speeds. The 40 times are ridiculous, but there was one bloke to me who was, this just sounds ridiculous, this bloke, Georgia D-end, Jordan yeah. Davis. He's 108, 98 centimetres and weighs 154 kilos. He ran a 47840. <laughs> That's that was lightning for a man <laughs> of that size, yeah. He ran quicker. I think the two quarterbacks I saw was Dak Prescott and Patty Mahomes. They ran 479 and 48. He ran quicker 40s than them two. Yeah. And, and the boat's 154. Coming off your edge. I, I don't know. It said he's a DN. I think he might line up as a D lineman, but maybe in the NFL. That's what I mean. I don't think it doesn't like, man, oh, matter. He's, he's going to rack your D. Oh. <laughs> if that translates, he could be racking Ds. Uh, de- oh, sorry, offenses. And then he also had a 10 3 broad jump, which was like a record since like 2003 for someone over 300 pounds. If you want to watch, watch the highlights of that black run, because there's no way you should be moving that quick, that no. fucking big. And then the couple big ones today. I don't know which one happened first, but we'll go with one that's... Trade, I think. We'll go with the one that doesn't really... Not much to talk about. Aaron Rodgers is back with the Packers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. He's said he's coming back. There was reports that he signed a four-year, $275 million Australian, that is. It's $200 million US. Yeah. Deal over four years. I don't think it's been confirmed. No, it hasn't been confirmed. Yeah. Well, yeah. Rogers came out himself. I think it was on Twitter and was like, don't believe anything you read or whatever. Okay. So he's the money's not, but he, he has committed to them again. I think he was, was more worried. looking for a long-term deal than the actual money itself, I feel like. you Because know? what is he now, 37? He's 37, yeah, so I think yeah. it takes him to 41, 42, that's which right. is like Brady. That's right. Yeah. Which... I think I honestly think he wants one more Super Bowl. Of course. Like, if you're Aaron Rodgers, you retire with one Super Bowl, that's a failure. But if that's the case, you've got four years now. Take a bit, a bit less money. Like... Well, they, they reckon he might. Yeah. Because they've obviously already... Devon, oh, sorry, they franchise-tagged Devontae yeah. Adams. Yeah, yeah. So they have a couple other wide receivers. And they're still a great team, even though even just now, like who knows what could happen? They could they could easily fucking win a, another Super Bowl in the next four. I definitely think he just wants one more before he yeah. hangs up. 
And then the other main one, Russell Wilson traded to the Broncos for an absolute whore. Yes. It was Wilson along with a fourth round pick for Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, two firsts, two seconds, and a fifth. That is a fucking whore. And a first and a second this season, this off-season as well. That's... That is a big package for the Blake. Yeah, what is it now? I think they got the ninth and the 40th pick in this year's draft coming up. Plus whatever picks they have at the minute. I haven't looked them up, but... They're obviously rebuilding at the moment, the Seahawks. Well, I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised to see another trade from them to yeah. kind of well, keep going. I wouldn't say they were rebuilding, re, rebuilding last year. Mm. It was just they had a shit year. Russell yeah. done something to his finger, obviously, which doesn't help, but I just don't think their team... I think they lost a lot of their a lot of their talent and their players are getting older. Yeah. Like, you had... like a lot, Especially their deep... Like actually, their offense isn't too bad, but, like, their defense. Yeah. Like, they obviously released Bobby Wagner as well, yeah. which I think he's probably going to go to a contender yeah maybe he goes along with oh, Russell to yeah, the Broncos yeah I would not be surprised because yeah, there's also reports of Von Miller's going back to the Broncos as well yeah the Broncos have all of a sudden shot to, shot up to a Super Bowl contender very scary team yeah I mean they were great I thought they were a good they team last year they, they, they had Drew Lockers uh, sorry Drew Lockers and their bloody Teddy, quarterback didn't they have Teddy as well yeah and Teddy for a bit yeah 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 but they are in the the AFC West, which is now stacked. Justin Herbert, yes. Paddy Mahomes, Derek Carton, now Russell Wilson into four quarterbacks. But like I said, I still think that oh, they've probably got the, the, second Bron- best the Broncos were, had a better overall team, obviously, than the Chargers, but obviously the Chargers have Justin Herbert, which is yeah. a I still, yeah, Herbert's probably. Point. I still like Herbert as the second best quarterback in that division. Definitely, definitely. That's it. I'm interested to see how Russell bounces back from last year because it wasn't yeah, his yeah. I know he had injury concerns, but even before that and after that, like, I wouldn't say he looked at his old. There was drama as well. Like, he didn't want to be there initially yeah. last season, so who knows if that played a part in it as well. Who do you reckon won the trade? Yeah, I think you uh, have to go to the Broncos. Yeah, I know they gave up a hole, but if you can get a Snoop, if you can get a Super Bowl to Wilson, they win the trade. If you don't get a Super Bowl... How long have they been looking for a quarter, well, that's top-tier since quarterback? Peyton, that's right. Which is 2014, yeah, I think, yeah. or 2013. And if you got the chance to win a Super Bowl now, That's it doesn't right. matter what you give up. Like you're right, like the yeah. roster's pretty good. Like it's obviously, oh, it's, it's probably not. Yeah, like it's a top. Oh, it's definitely top ten, maybe pushing top five. Mm. If they win a Super Bowl, I think they've won the trade. If they yeah. haven't, it's tough to say you've won the trade because you are going all in. Even a trading couple divisional fan. championships, like if you can get to the Super Bowl, I still think that. Yeah, if you get to the Denver. Super Bowl, maybe you can give them a pass. Yeah. Anyway, finish it off with the bit of cricket. You got the women's World Cup at the moment. The Aussies are two from two and an. Beating the Poms in Pakistan. They're into a short price favourite. I think a dollar sixty I look. A couple performances. Alana King's got five wickets early. And then you have a couple Rachel Haynes and Lanning scored runs. Haynes got a hundred. Meg Lanning got eighty six. And then Healy got seventy two in the second. And then obviously I'll bring up the test match in the tip of the week because they've got to have a go at someone. And then the last, which is within No, no. You'll know. But yeah, the last well not that, yeah the last of the topic will go bit of a somber note, couple of legends within I think they were within twenty four hours of each other both cricketing icons, Rod Marsh and Shane Warne both mm-hmm. died within twenty four hours, both Hall of Famers both legends and okay. and now it looks like the Great Southern Stand at the MCG is going to be named the SK Warne Stand. It's a nice gesture. I know it's, it's a shock. I'm not gonna lie. When was it? I think it was Friday night it happened. I think it happened at like 1.30. I just looked at it. I was like, I thought they were taking the piss. Yeah. It was right. a, I had the exact same rash, reaction yeah. when Kobe died. I saw the first yeah, report. Yeah. I'm going, nah, you're full of shit. There's yeah. no way. And then, lo and behold, I think next article was Fox Sports. I was like, oh, you're f- that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shock to everyone. You follow cricket or not, everyone still knew Shane Warne. Like, 
That's what I mean. Like it was even like there was even American outlets which were like posting photos. I think there was one with Jordan, maybe. There was one with one NBA superstar that I saw the post, which yeah, it just showed like he reached every, like he reached across, like he didn't, he transcended cricket. His like, personality was just as big as his game. Like that's, that's the thing. I said, and then yeah, Rod Marsh. I said he was yeah. a bit before our time. I think it was eighties, seventies, eighties. But yeah, from all I heard, he's pretty beloved and a pretty good gloveman. But yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Within 24 hours of each other is pretty, yeah. not great. Rough for the cricket world. I know. Move on to the tips of the week. But before we get on that, we'll recap a f- pretty fucking ordinary day. <laughs> ordinary week last week. So we had Money More, two leggers. I think he went one from two. Palace won, didn't they? I, I think so, Palace yeah. won. But then his other tip, which was, I think Southampton v Ashton. No, West Ham, I think it was. Yeah. I think they got dominated 4-0. So it wasn't even close. Yeah, no. It was his first bad miss, and then probably the most egregious miss of a more boring. Oh, no, it wasn't West Ham, sorry. It was... He went Palace and Southampton to beat someone. Oh, Aston Villa. It was Aston Villa, sorry. Aston Villa, yeah. Yeah, so that was his first big miss, Aston Villa 4-0. Byron's tip was fucking horrendous. I can't remember his tip. He picked Pat Cummins for man of the match. It was paying $15. His reasoning was, oh, the pitch is going to be bowlers. There's going to be no runs scored. Yep. There was fucking 14 Massive, wickets to take yeah. There was 14 wickets taken across the test match. Yeah. I think the Aussies, they, the Aussies took four. Cummins took one. So yep. I guess you could say he was our best bowler. Yeah. Took 25% of our wickets. Yeah. The boat was nowhere near close. No. Uh, myself, I had sneaky fire, which ran sixth or something. Never came on. I'm not too disappointed about the fave one. I was never going to tip the fave. Yeah. And then yourself, obviously said it earlier, three from four, Boris Mitchell Costas. Yeah. Anyway, fuck on, you, Edson. <laughs> on to this week. So we'll go to the boys who aren't here. Money more. He's gone simply the one leg at this time, and it's a surprising one leg. It is a surprising yeah, one leg. Shocked me. I'm not going to lie. I died when he put it in the group chat. I was like, he had to be a tie though. There's no way. Yeah. He's gone Tottenham three thirty over his team, Manchester United. Yes. At Old Trafford too. It is very surprising. I think he's done it because he knows United is shit. So if they lose, he wins on here. But if they win, he's happy. That's right. Because United to beat someone. Exactly right. But and as well, we had United coming off a drubbing. They were drubbed by City. And then you have the Spurs that absolutely... Coming off drubbing as well. Yeah, beats up. Oh, one sorry, yeah. yeah. The opposite. That's right. It's, yeah, very surprising there. Yeah. I thought Mr. Moore was a diehard fan. Yeah. That's on the Sunday morning. Yep. And then Byron, he has yet to rack up a winner for us. Mm-hmm. None from eight. It continues to get worse for him. And he switched to his sport, his sport of choice, his expertise. <laughs> he's on the golf. First round, it starts to, or Thursday, 11, I think 11 p.m., so 11 o'clock at night. He's yeah. gone Colin Marikawa, $13 to win the, like, just outright win. Right. I think he's he's up there. He's, he's in the top three of the market. Don't take his uh, The form he's in, I wouldn't be taking him. No. Anyway, I'll go mine. As mentioned before I'm going the NRL now, racing's been pretty, pretty piss poor for me actually. So we're gonna go to the NRL starting this week. So I've got a little four legger. I go on the lines. If you don't want to go to the lines, you can go head to head, but the head to head's only paying two sixty six. So they're all pretty heavy favourites. So I'm going the lines. First up, Friday night. So you're gonna to have to get it in before Friday if you're on it. I'm going the bunnies over the Broncos. At this moment, it's minus ten and a half. I was worried about the points, but now that Reynolds is out, oh, Reynolds has been out for a while, 
So I don't mind the ten and a half. I think they can cover it. Like you saw the Broncos. Did they pick it up? They did pick it up last year, but I don't think they have the attack to go with the Bunnies. I know the Bunnies are missing Latrell and obviously Reynolds, but you still got Cody Walker, you still got Johnson, you still got Murray, Cookie. So I think they'll still be too strong. Next game, we've got the Roosters at minus 13.5 over the Knights. The Knights have just lost too many players for me. Mm. Pierce is out. You're replacing it with Adam Clune and Jake Clifford. The only worry, it is, it's a lot of points, but I think the Roosters are in for a big year. I think I had them to win the Premiership. Like, they've got the Kiri's playing this week. Kiri wasn't playing, I probably wouldn't have him in because it's just too many points. Well, Roosters at home. The Knights yeah, are Roosters. shit. Well, we don't know that yet. Yeah. They made the eight last year. But yeah, just Rooster's spine's intact. You got Tedesco's there, Kiri's there, Sammy Walker's there. They're only missing their hooker, but Connor Watson's a pretty handy replacement. Mm. And Newcastle, is Pong is magic. They'll keep it close, but pretty confident Roosters will get them. It's a lot of points, but I'm still happy to take it. Next up, it's pretty simple. I don't think anyone's tipped against them, but Melbourne against the Tigers. Minus 12.5. I know they got a couple players out, but... Well, they were going to have a few more out, but with the all-star ban getting reduced, Brandon Smith's playing now, and Pappy's playing as well. He wasn't meant to... Well, he was a bit of 50-50, I think, with the... I don't know what he was... I think he had an injury. So I'm going the 12 and a half there. I think they're going to be too good. So the Tigers, if they had Dewey, maybe they keep it close, but even then, the Tigers are just shit. I think that's going to be a ruling. That's what I mean. That's why I've gone the 12 and a half. Yeah. Like, they beat them... I think last year they beat them 66 to 16. Yeah. Last game. I'm going power over the Gold Coast. The line's moved a bit. When I first had it, it was six. I think it was five and a half. It's now at eight and a half. They got para practically. They put in. I know it's only a trial, but they look pretty good against Penrith. I know Penrith obviously didn't have clear in it. Maybe one or two others, but yeah. para got the exact same team. I said, I expect Titans to have a bit of a drift. I don't think, I can't see him making the finals this year, so I think they're going to have a drift. And para team who loves to start hot. They always love to start hot and sort of drift towards the back end of the year. So, multi is Bunnies on the Friday night, minus 10.5 against the Broncos. Then two Saturday games, Roosters minus 13.5 and Melbourne minus 12.5. And then finish off on the Sunday, the first game, minus 8.5, para over Gold Coast. Finish it off, Mr. Rafferty, what's he going? All right. So, all have gone over the whole weekend, or match week, of this, <laughs> this the week's EPL. I've gone for Chelsea over Norwich. Pretty simple. Norwich, bottom <laughs> of the table. I mean, I, they always knew they were going to go yeah, down. Yeah, pretty it's, self-explanatory. Yeah, yeah I'm really <laughs> um, I've gone to Southampton after, over Newcastle. I know Newcastle have been on fire as of recent, but it was, I think Southampton's ninth at the minute, and I mean, they're, they're on a run of good form as well. I think Southampton will just slightly edge them and take the win. Um, I have the Wolverhampton Rory, uh, Warriors, Wolverhampton Wolves, Wolves over uh, Watford. Again, I think the Wolves are just... A far superior team at the moment, um, you know, battling for a European spot, and yeah, Watford somewhere down towards the end of the table. Going Aston Villa to beat Leeds, a great performance last week, four 0 win, um, and Leeds are just too inconsistent. I can't, I don't know, I just don't think they'll win. Um, I've gone Liverpool over Brighton, again, Liverpool just too different class, different, yeah, different type of side. Um, now, I've gone Burnley over Brentford. I think this game could go either way. It was more of a pick but this is what made the money off this multi. So, <laughs> if you don't like it, don't fucking bet. I don't care. Um, and then I have gone Man United over Tottenham. Ooh, think, always going head-to-head. I think um, at Old Trafford, 
Tottenham are too. Inc- I know they're both inconsistent, but I just I just think that United will just have the edge at home over Tottenham. What's it paying overall? It's paying one hundred and thirty dollars and ninety cents. He's gone absolutely huge. It's value for a seven leaguer. So he's gone seven legs: Chelsea, Southampton, Wolves, Aston Villa, Liverpool, Burnley, United, all to win. 130, 90 cents. Could be going to Vegas. That gets up. That's right. Not <laughs> you know. Thank me later. That wraps up the week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Hopefully, maybe not. If you like the boys away. That's right. I think this has been the best <laughs> podcast so far. The boys oh, might be axed. We'll see you next time.